This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. You don't trade what the Niners traded, Joe, without knowing who you're taking. You just don't. Like, you don't trade that many assets, three first-round picks and a third-round pick, without knowing who you're doing it for. So I don't believe for a second when Kyle Shanahan acts like we're not sure, whatever. It was Mac Jones. It is Mac Jones. It will be Mac Jones. With the third pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Trey Lance. It was Mac Jones. It is Mac Jones. It will be Mac Jones. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> On the BetQL Audio Network. <laughs> it's not a lie if you believed it. Ross believed it. So I don't know that it was a lie. He's just in the bucket with Adam DeGuffner, Michael Lombardi, uh, Many of the others, the Niners got all of us with uh, the Mac Jones, Trey Lance move a week ago. Let me forget, Ross. We'll get to that coming up. Got the three-man weave it Thursday here on BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, and Horvat, Eli uh, producing. Also with Jake Hassan, Dylan Burns, and Jake Galley. Today on the show in about 40 minutes, we'll check in with Ricky Sanders to talk some NBA and Major League Baseball. Eric Edholm to start the second hour of the show from Yahoo Sports. Talk about the NFL uh, yeah, I think we'll hit on Aaron Rodgers there. And Ryan Spader on Major League Baseball. This is the bet on 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. The show account is at BetQL Daily. I'm at Joe0670. Horvat is at Ryan Horvat. See, I already did it wrong. At Ryan Horvat. That's why we moved to Horvy earlier this week. And Ross is at Ross Tucker. NFL. Uh, Ross, I, I'd say a few things have happened in the past week. I don't even want to start with the Mac Jones. We'll, we'll have time to get to that. But the number one story in the NFL, which feels like it's been going on for three months, and it's been a total of one week when it's really kicked into high gear, is one Aaron Rodgers, man. So uh, <laughs> we need to get your thoughts. We got more, I guess, information, rumors, whatever you want to call it yesterday. Well, it's funny, Joe really on multiple levels, right? And I was actually talking with your guys at 670 to score one of our Odyssey stations this morning, and they were talking about this. What a shame it is for you guys, Joe, in Chicago. You know, you could go months talking about this Aaron Rodgers-Packers drama. You could go months talking about Justin Fields being drafted by the Bears. And they both happened the same day, a week ago. I, I mean, I can't even, I mean, 
It's like two things that you guys could talk about for weeks go down at the exact same time. And what's interesting is shortly after that news came out, it affected the Packers and I think Broncos season win totals a decent amount. It didn't really have an impact on the Raiders, even though that's one of the other reported teams. And maybe it was Mark Schlereth's tweet or comment about hearing a trade was as close to being done as could be done or whatever, right? It's just interesting to me that we're at the point where rumors like that are affecting season win totals. And, man, if you really believe that Rodgers is not going to play for the Packers, and that's what Favre's saying, and Rob Domofsky, who's covered the team for a while, says less than 5% chance, taking the under on the Packers' win total might be pretty good if you can find it anywhere now. By the way, Ross, when we refer to Rob Domofsky on this show, uh, we must also mention uh, he is the man that is also known as the the one that blocked Ryan Horvath. What? <laughs> yeah, he blocked him. <laughs> he gave me the Matumbo, as I like to call it. It wasn't because of me. He got in a fight with – not even a fight. He was in an argument with uh, the guy that I do a radio show with, my morning partner. So he went to the show page, Ross, and just gave everybody the swat, man. Everybody – so I'm a big fan of, of Rob. I get all my news from him. It involves the Green Bay Packers. So one morning I wake up and I'm like, what is this? What's the latest with the Packers? And I see blocked. I'm blocked by two people only on social media, uh, Matt Forte and Rob DeMoss. <laughs> Hold on a second. How yeah. do you see who blo- who's blocked you? So yeah, you know. Yeah. You can't see the comments. So, for example, this all of this is breaking. And I'm just seeing this tweet is hidden. And then you go down and. Finally, I saw, you know, you see his picture and it says, Rob Damaski's blocked you. Uh, the Matt Forte thing doesn't really make sense. I've never met more Matt Forte. I've never spoke with him. One day I just wanted to see, I was like, what, what's Matt Forte up to? Blocked. I have no idea why. So <laughs> That is <laughs> funny. And you haven't had a chance to talk to Damaski about it? I shot over an email and I was like, hey, um, you know, anything that my partner says does not, you know, it's, it's kind of like when you have to put on social media, on Twitter, you know, anything that I say doesn't reflect my employer. So that's pretty much what I told him. I was like, I don't want any beef. And he just kind of laughed. So I, th- I think we're on. That is funny, man. So what, what was the beef they got into? Oh, man, I forgot what it had to do with a report about Aaron Rodgers, something like that. There was a bad shocking. It, it, yeah, I don't know. Uh, my, my partner, who I love, likes to – that's kind of his his uh, his goal every other week is to make a new enemy and get into a radio beef. So I just try to stay out of that. I don't want to burn any of have you. I like to get my Packers information. Now, who I do fight with uh, are the listeners who have been calling in the last couple of days. I've heard every take from Aaron Rodgers as a system quarterback. You could get anybody in here. Oh, my God. That, that's the worst one so far. Um, I'm Team Roger in this whole situation. There's – GMs come and go. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, those are pretty tough to find. So whatever you got to do to keep them behind center because can – I, Can I just say something about that? Yeah. Why with everything in life do we have to be one side or the other? I said the same binary. thing. Yep. Why does everything have to be binary? Here's yep. what I think. I think they got a pretty good team around them and that that's not the issue. Okay, they got an all pro left tackle, an all pro wide receiver, a top six running back in the NFL, a perennial top five O line. So, like on that part of it, Team Rogers or Rogers apologists, cry me a river, bro. 
Yeah. Cry me a river. Now, the flip side is it was a dumb pick to take Jordan Love. But even if Jordan Love ends up being good, it was kind of a dumb pick because you did it too early. The you know, you knew with Rogers' contract he was gonna be there for at least two more years. Right. So why you would do that then and waste 50% of the rookie quarterback contract value makes no sense to me whatsoever. So it was a dumb move by Gutekunst, and moving up for him was even dumber, okay? Trading up to get him, that was even dumber. And the, the, the real issue here, and we're seeing it with more and more players in more and more sports, they're realizing – I'm actually the most important guy here, mm-hmm. and this is my only life and my only career. They're seeing that the NBA guys are like, hey, I want to win a championship. Let's get Kyrie. Let's get you know uh, Harden or whatever it is. Let's get Anthony Davis. They're seeing that NBA guys are doing what it takes to win championships, which, by the way, affect their legacy and everything for decades decades selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos system wherever and whatever you're selling shopify has got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 15 percent better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Aaron Rodgers comes out and says Jake Kumaro is a lock to make the team, and they cut him the next day. I I just love the fact – like, Jake Kumaro is now a living legend, bro. Like, (laughs) this guy is not that good, and yet – Rodgers saying he liked him and the Packers cutting him. But on some level, it is disrespectful, right? Like, he literally said the day before he's a lock, and then they cut him. I mean, Brady gets to go to Tampa and say, I want Gronk. Got him. I want uh, A.B. Got him. Meanwhile, Rodgers says, please don't cut Kumaro. Cut. 
That's a pretty big difference. Well, and it started with it started with Jordy Nelson, who was Rogers' best friend on the team. And I still, I mean, I still thought Jordy had another year or two if he stayed in Green Bay. If you're gonna if you're gonna release Jordy Nelson, that's one thing. If you're bringing in Allen Robinson, but they brought in Jimmy Graham two years too late. So this has been going on. Randall Cobb, another situation. Alex Van Pelt, who Rogers was old quarterback coach. So I feel like he just sees it as a slap in the face. Again, like I'm with you, Ross. If you're going to take love, if you're going to take Jordan Love, I don't agree with moving up. I also don't agree with taking a quarterback that's going to be a project when you were a game away from the Super Bowl and you lost in the NFC Championship game by giving up 300 yards on the ground. You should have won defense then or got Rodgers a weapon. But you at least had to make the phone call and let them know, hey, we're moving up here. We're going to take Jordan Love, which they did not do. He found out, like the rest of us watching the draft, that they're going to replace him here eventually. So I think that was the slap in the face, not informing them of the decision to draft Love. I just want to know when Aaron Rodgers is going to appear on the Pat McAfee show, because clearly that's the only uh, way that he's comfortable getting the word out, even though he's finding ways to get his side of the story out multiple ways um, over the last week or so. Uh, You mentioned Rob Domofsky. He's like 95% he's gone. His former teammate who he speaks with, John Kuhn goes on CBS Sports Radio yesterday, and he says, oh, 75%, he's back. So Rodgers wanted that message out there. Kuhn's not speaking, as far as I'm concerned, unless he talks to Rodgers, and Rodgers gives him the go-ahead on that. And then we get word that, oh, yeah, he's texting people, making fun of Gutekunst, calling him Jerry Krause. Like, how long is this going to continue? I mean, listen, it's ridiculous because, first off, you're implying – that Krause is trying to break up a championship team, but maybe he didn't mean that. Maybe he meant everybody on the team hates him. The coaches hate him. Get the man out of here. And Murphy standing by him. He's going to pick him over me. Maybe that's what he meant by Krause. I wasn't quite sure. Ross, where do you stand on this overall? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know is certainly an acceptable answer because I don't think anybody seems to. Yeah, I think he's the quarterback of the Packers this year. We're three for three on this show, by the way. We all agree. I mean, these things always sound bad and oh my gosh. But I think a lot of times they end up going ahead and getting resolved. Here's what I think happens. Something happens that Rodgers believes he has the control. So maybe they guarantee next year's salary and give him a no trade clause or something so that he can control where he gets traded to. Right. I think the Packers they don't want to they don't want to push it to the point where he doesn't play, where he sits out. So I think the Packers are going to get to the point where they'll guarantee him his 2022 salary and they'll give him a no trade clause which al- which allows him to determine where he would get traded. Mm-hmm. Or you or know what? You're still there. You know what? Maybe maybe they even maybe the answer is they give him more money this year and let him be a free agent after the year. I doubt that. I think they want to trade him and get stuff back. So mm-hmm. I doubt that, but I think they'll work with him to say, "Okay, so two more years you're here." Or maybe one more year, but no trade clause, so you get to determine where we trade you. There are point is is there are contractual things they can do so that he'll feel like he's in control and maybe even will be in control. 
Yeah. I mean, and that's the crazy thing is in all these interviews that he's done, he's talked about how the most important thing for his legacy wasn't the Super Bowls, which is probably a good thing because he's only got one of those. So it's always going to be, you know, he's going to be measured next to Tom Brady, but was finishing his career in Green Bay. And it was crazy because the night of the draft where they take Jordan Love, he was on with Pat McAfee and he was naming guys by name, Justin Jefferson saying, well, we haven't taken a position player since I've been drafted here. I'd love to get a wide receiver in this draft. 45 minutes later, they move up and they take a quarterback out of Utah State who led the FBS in interceptions, by the way, and was going to be a project. So I understand where he's upset. I think that's that's what he wants, is I think that he wants a commitment that, you know, when he does, he wants to finish out his career in Green Bay, or like Ross said, I think that sounds like, like it makes perfect sense. He wants control of where he goes. He doesn't want to be far and get traded to the Jets. You know what I mean? Like, he wanted yeah. to add San Francisco. They're not going to trade him to San Francisco. You know, he's not going to. They're, they're not going to keep him in the NFC. They're going to trade him to the AFC, even if it does end up being Denver or somewhere that is a place where he could go and be a contender. He's he's not going to go where he wants to go. And I think. So by the way, I, I'm glad you said that. I kind of want him to go to the Raiders or the Broncos, and go ten and seven, and losing the playoffs and be well, like, go for it, bro. Like. I- like, does he think those teams are better than the Packers? I don't think they're better than the Packers. And that's what I want to ask you. Why would he want to go and face Patrick Mahomes twice? When look at the NFC North, you're taking on Andy Dalton, maybe Fields. You're, t- you know, you know what I mean. Like, you think he's thinking about that right now? Yeah, could be. <laughs> it's about control. It's not about yeah. opponents or record. It's about it's about control. It's always about respect. Right. It's always for these guys about respect. The the idea of ruining his legacy by playing in another uniform, I always thought is so silly. Do we look at Joe Montana differently because he played for Kansas City at the end? Joe Namath? Like, wait, no. Tom far. Brady. How about Tom Brady? Yeah. You ever heard Tom of him? Bra- yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. The list goes on and on. It, it, nobody's ruining their legacy if they play their last couple of years in a different uniform. This is BetQL Daily. Three men. We have Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at uh, the NFL draft and some of these rookie numbers that are available to bet. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.